AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. When I write y'all, all across the USC, Compton, Watts, Bay to LA, from on to California, from valley to valley, we represent that killer county. So if you keeping it real on your side of your town, you tune in to Gangsta Chronicles. Gangsta Chronicles, we gon' tell you how it goes. Nose will grow like Pinocchio. We gon' tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta Chronicles, this is not your average show. You're now tuned into the real MCA Big James and Big Stairs. This is strictly from the streets. Hello. We represent the James. Welcome to the Gangster Chronicles podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Black Effect Podcast Network. Make sure you download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles. For my Apple users, hit the purple mic on your front screen, subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles, and leave a five-star rating and comment. Another day, another dollar, Gangster Chronicles. You know how we get it in. Yeah. What's cracking? It's your boy, Big Steel, with journalist extraordinaire... Soren Baker. Thanks for having me, y'all. Hey, so... Your boy Puff got a gang of stuff going on. Old girl came back to get her money. She said she coming back to get her moolah. Seemed like she got it. 
evidently she did. How long did it take him to settle out? Uh, 24 hours? Seems mm-hmm. like. Man, you had to be had some devious shit going on just to let a broad just come and pocket check you like that because I would have told her ass I ain't giving you shit. <laughs> I wouldn't have paid you, dog. Not if I ain't doing nothing wrong. I wouldn't have paid you, dog. See, that's not, that's, you can't say that because, like, again, you not some, you not some hidden secrets, man. You know what I'm saying? It's most of the time when, you know, you got all that bread, you know, you know how motherfuckers be like, oh, <clears throat> I tried weed, I don't want weed, I'm gonna try this. Oh, that didn't do shit, I'm gonna try this. Man, when, when, when niggas be hidden freaky deaky, man, shit, that money have you doing all kind of weird shit. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we in the day and age of, of, of documentation and, and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? So who knows what kind of, uh, who knows what kind of motherfucking hidden sh- uh, skeletons in the closet, you know, that was about to come out. So, motherfucker like, man, here, man, go and cut that check, and then we're going to sign this confidentiality, you know what I'm saying? You can't open your mouth, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know. But some, you know, that probably was, you know, it probably was the angle from the get-go. You get me? It makes sense though. Let me let me say let me let me just go ahead and just put it out there that you a crazy motherfucker and I got some hidden shit. What do you think a motherfucker gonna do? I'm you gonna pay to keep to keep the hush. Well evidently Puff was out there blowing up people's cars and all kinds of shit, man. They <laughs> said he uh, blew up the one boy's car for messing with his bro. Kid Cuddy. Kid yeah. Cuddy. You know, they, one of my fellow Clevelanders, man, he tried to take Kia Cuddy out, man. They could be doing some mob hits and shit, huh? Yeah, like, yeah Puff ain't playing. Blowing up your cars and shit. And Kid Cuddy uh, verified it, too. That's the crazy part. That part, he said his car did blow up when uh, around the time that it was accused. So, yeah, man. So he never knew till now, huh? I think he probably knew. If, that, if he was trying to get at Cassie and then his car, Somebody threatened him, and then his car blew up. I think there's a direct correlation. That's not a normal activity. Well, Cassie probably got some red snapper motherfuckers out here blowing up cars and shit. That pussy probably good in the motherfucker. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I remember when those photos were going around. Yeah. I'm not here. Oh, they were around. Yeah, I'm, I'm not here. Cassie had some butt niggas. Yeah, man. That I remember I went into this office back in the day when they were coming out and I was like, wow, okay. I was shocked. It's unfortunate, they were, man. They were graphic. You know, um, coming from the angle of being an artist, it's fucked up what we gotta go through sometimes to try to get in the position that we think we deserve. Motherfuckers take advantage of a lot of shit. Especially the women. Um, especially the women. Especially the women. And not just speaking on, you know, the hip hop. It's just crazy what motherfuckers will, uh, the boot camp click shit that a motherfucker puts you through to uh, uh, be famous. Like I say all the time, the lengths that motherfuckers will go through sometime to be famous and shit nowadays is crazy about how. You just want to come into the game and be a general artist. 
you feel me? Or just, you know, your talents or whatever. And it's unfortunate, like I always say, if a motherfucker feel they can fuck you, they gonna fuck you. Mm-hmm. Or they gonna put you in a position to where, you know. Well, Puff has had his accusations over the years. I know Exhibit, the homie Exhibit said that Puff t- took him to a gay club. <laughs> Did y'all he- hear him talk about that? That was so hilarious. Yeah, I heard him talk about it. I also saw that episode. He was on the homie um, Nori and um, EFN show. He was on the Drink Champs, and he spoke on it, man. But then um, it looked like Fabulous was kind of mad, though. Remember the episode they had Puff on there? And Puff was trying to force him to go to a party with him. Like, you got to go party with me. No, I don't remember that part. And they were just looking, you got to go party with me. So I guess when Puff said, you got to go party with me, I guess that means you could be walking around with your shirt off or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> That was them kind of Hollywood parties you used to attend. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I've never like been to one of them. Well, you know, the, where you had to climb out the back <laughs> window. And what was they was doing some weird, like, eyes wide shut shit still. I didn't stay to find out. I got, <laughs> the, <laughs> I got the fuck on, man. I, I, I wasn't going to stay to find out. What did the Patriots look like? What was what they look like still? Man, just regular people until they got <laughs> snorting that shit. <laughs> Yo, man, speaking of that. And uh, I did a book with Juicy J, Chronicles of the Juice Man, and I had never heard of this. But he talked about he went to this party uh, where they had flavored cocaine. He said he, he was in this room, and the dude came up to him like a, a waiter at a restaurant. And he, yeah, that's how I was at the party I went to. And he had, like, strawberry. He had strawberry cocaine. walking around with, 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 with cocaine? With but flavored, like, yeah. like blueberry, I saw strawberry. Cocaine, I saw yellow cocaine. I saw... I never heard of that. I guess I've always been just a too normal motherfucker because I ain't never I been invited seen to none of them type of parties or seen that type of shit but on TV and the movies and Well, shit. I got invited up there through an um, executive that was working at Interscope at the time. Okay. Not when they, you know, I was working in music publishing, right? Yeah, I've, uh, I've known plenty of executives, and I don't know, maybe my, <laughs> maybe my aura. Your disposition you know, is a little different. Because like, you was a rapper. Damn man. sure, yeah. We ain't like, gonna we him. Yeah, we ain't gonna invite eight to the Hollywood. He might shoot us, and plus yeah, you got the rapper. Right. They probably worry about getting shot or some shit. Some bullshit. <laughs> Knock a nigga out, walk through the door, like you know. So yeah, I've never been. I've never attended or or been invited to those. Me neither, eh? I would tell you this. I saw a motherfucker snore some of that blue shit, and a motherfucker did like this. Ooh, and passed out, man. <laughs> I said, I'm not fucking what whatever make, that is. What would, what would make a person invite you to some shit like that? Yeah, man, what's the angle still? Man, you know what it was, man. He was like, man, they having a party, and the homie I had with me, you know you got a homie with you? Mm-hmm. We should roll. I didn't want to go. We should roll. Mm. I ain't gonna say what it exactly. But how did how did how did they frame this? Like, what did they say? Oh, this is the crack in this party. You got to come through. Or did they say, oh, this flavored cocaine? Or it was actually what it was. We was clearing a sample for a record they had up there. Okay, mm. we was clearing a sample, and so they was trying to get favor amongst us. I wasn't only one invited. He actually invited the owner of the company, and I had one of the homies with me. And he was like, man, he kept, and I said, man, yeah, I guess we'd go. So I stayed out in Hollywood at the time. Usually I bailed at the crib. I stayed out there, man. We went, and I thought it was just gonna be some normal shit because it started off. It started off normal as hell. Mm-hmm. Started off normal. Then as the night went on, the shit got they weird. Say, you know, they got motherfucking. 
waiters, waiters walking around with the little yeah, you know, with the little trays, with the little, Coke. With the little trays with the little Playboy vest on with the bow ties. Oh, with no shirt. Like and I'm a greedy motherfucker. I know they had a badass woman serving drinks. You know how they got I see that eight. You know how they got the open bars and shit like that, like the little open bars. I had me a couple of drinks. It was it was pretty normal at first, but then shit started kind of getting like as the night progressed. So did it really start cracking at like two or three? Or was it? This shit started cracking like around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> they was getting it in early. They do. Because at first they were playing, at that's first what they, they do. rap music and shit like that. Then when that's when they started playing a tune, 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 tune. That motherfucking hip, hypnosis ass fucking music. <laughs> and they start putting the laser lights on and shit. Next thing you know, still you wake up asshole naked and, and motherfucking chained up like a Zim, like an African warrior or something. No, shit. then they start walking around. You know they had them lights, they had these girls walking around that was painted too. Like the painted girls, the oh, yeah. girls that be painting this shit, they start walking around. That's when I was like, what the hell is going on here? They done turned the party into some old motherfucking, some old blade shit. Niggas with vampires finna come mm. out on your ass. I went to uh, Kanye West, my beautiful, no, was it that? No, it was 808 and Heartbreaks, I think. Anyway, I went to this Kanye West party in LA and he played the album for the, allegedly for the first time, but he had women there that were all naked. So all different nationalities, all different types of thickness, thinness, whatever, and they were just painted. But it was cold, it was during the winter. So they were all like shivering for like two hours and they couldn't move. I guess that was in their deal. I wonder how much he paid them for that shit. Dude, I had never seen anything that like that. Shit. And there was at least 40 of them girls, oh, yeah, at least. Bread. Man, I wouldn't have been out there for no $200. You wouldn't been shaking for 200 Hell no, the tone. <laughs> I was I like, what is my going ass. On? And it was in a warehouse. Kind of like. It was just freezing near, hard. Uh, it was near uh, uh, the Grove, like 3rd and Fairfax. It was over in that area. I was like, what in the world is this? It was man. crazy, man. It was crazy. I think some people, man, when they start considering themselves to be geniuses and shit like that, they just get weirder and weirder. And I think they just do shit to people, dog, just to kind of flex their power because they got money. Yeah. If I pay enough, somebody go do it. He considers himself a genius? Yeah, Kanye definitely considers himself a genius. Oh, I thought you was talking about Puff Daddy. Oh, no. Puff probably considers himself a motherfucker with a bunch of money they could do it. People with money, man, and I'm talking about people with different kind of paper. I ain't talking about a nigga that got a few million dollars in the bank. I'm talking about people that just got real, you know, I would say you gotta be over that 80 million bracket. You feel what I'm saying? They just got paper, they do But you gotta remember, man, like, dude literally campaigned that he invented the remix when for years, just in rap alone, there had been remixes promoted with videos by the biggest artists, Public Enemy, Tribe Called Quest, all these artists. Mm -hmm. The Beatles even had different versions of the same song that are remixes, and that's the Beatles from the 60s. So I mean, it's like, but he, remember how he would always say that? I invented the remix. I, I didn't, I really didn't. I was like, um, okay. Well, the bad boy, yeah, no, I really didn't get into a lot of Puff Daddy, uh, you know, shit. I'm shocked. No, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I banged a lot of Biggie. Uh, I even banged some Shine. Uh, should I even bang some Black Rob? Black Rob was on. Rob, um, Life Story. 
I never got into the the puffy thing. Um, like I said, sometimes I just I just feel like you know motherfuckers just can't live normal. You know, it's okay to live normal. Fuck it. If you got a billion dollars, it's okay to live normal. You feel me? But some people just put themselves on, and don't get me wrong, you are in a different tax bracket, but you know it, it, it's okay. You feel me? Some people don't don't want to be don't want to have that role. You get me? Um, a lot of people, when they get into the position of having money and having status, it changes who you are. You get me? Um, and most of the time, it changes for the worse. You hear a lot of people yeah. say, "You know, I made, I got money, and that shit was." treacherous you get man i'm gonna tell you shout out to my homeboy mr mix from the dj mr mix from the original two live crew he told me something and i never will forget this and i took this with me through my whole career because you know i kind of started out with like you know dj bobcat first mm -hmm. then you know mr mix right so them was the two dudes that when you actually had to pay dudes to get in the music industry i used to carry them dudes records and shit you know mm. He told me something, because we met somebody who I keep nameless, and he was an asshole. And I said, man, I never thought dude would be like that. He said, man, listen, let me tell you something. Money just allows a motherfucker to reveal who they truly are. Because when you don't have no money, you're going to be a humble motherfucker. But when you get money, you can pretty much do what you almost, to an extent, what you want to do. Right. Because not everybody has, have, everybody ain't got a price. Cause there's certain shit I wouldn't give a fuck how much money you got. There's certain shit I'm not doing. And I could say the same thing for y'all and then probably Brian behind the camera too. It's just certain shit. I don't give a fuck if you got a billion dollars, I'm not doing it. But there are some people out there that will eat a dead rat for, you know, for some money. They'll do, they'll do whatever for money. Yeah, there's a lot of people put themselves in awkward predicaments or situations to, uh, Get that bag, you know what they say today. Get yep. the check, whatever. Um, my thing too is in the situation of you know of Puffy and whatever, and the money and Cassie or whatever. My thing is, you know, um, how long, you know, what was it tolerated? You feel me? Yeah. You know. Um, because if if I'm not mistaken, they weren't together. You get not for a while. So ha had this been an ongoing, you know, negotiation or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Had she been trying to get uh, a shit from him behind the scenes or whatever, and was this like the last draw, so to speak? Right. Like I think she just took advantage of that law that came up. And that that's what I that's what I kinda say too, because do you feel like I'm not gonna say shit because I finally got out of the shit, right? So now that I'm out of it, I done cut ties with a motherfucker, you know. Why was it like, you know, you see a lot of women go through situations and it's like, oh no, you know, some motherfuckers go through some horrible shit. And then there's some women who be like, oh no, nigga. Like, nigga, instantly. It, it ain't over. It instantly. So, 
you you kind you got to wonder what's been the hidden agenda behind um well today I'm finna just let the cat out the bag. It's all about money, man. Like I said, some people, man, because if a woman has a relationship with a man and it don't work out, they usually just move on and just go on with their lives. So, okay, let me ask you this one question. Do you feel her statements of what she might have said, what was happening to her, do you think that might be true? Why do you think he just all of a sudden, like, because like I said, this, from what I've known, Cassie, you know, and, and the history of bad boy and... It was a long time, right? It's been over 10 years. Yeah. Right? Well over so, 10 years. As much as what was claimed to have happened, why now? Why not like the money, man? Why not like, oh, the first day ago. the first day a motherfucker <laughs> made you fuck another nigga in front of him and videotape it? Why not run the fuck out right then and be like, oh no, nigga, you well, crazy well, as fuck. Well, let me ask you this though. Uh, my guess from what I've seen, not necessarily hearing about that situation, but if the girl is on drug, drugged out, if she's trying to get in the game, if she's trying to please her man, if she's, there's a thousand things that could be going on, none of which are good, but that to me is the explanation. And then if, cause she did tie it into you know, drug use and feeling. I was drugged and I yeah. was just, you know, I was young and, and embarrassed and, and and you know and it I wanted true again. And, and, people do everything for money. And in reality, and fame. I wanted a career, right? Feel exactly. What you never. I wanted a career. I wanted to be a singer, famous songwriter. Blah blah blah. Okay, I you you get all of that, but like I said at the end of the day. um, how much do you tolerate to get to that status of, okay, now I'm here, now enough is enough, and now I want to expose well, it? Well, I guarantee you that it had her career went differently, and I'm not going to say because we don't know what happened behind closed doors, so I don't want people to think I'm just giving Cassie a hard time, but let's say she would have had the same career Beyonce had. Will we even be hearing about this? I actually think we would have because I think the environment is different, man. I think for whatever reason, you know, people are being more vocal. And because of that, you're going to hear way more of these stories. I mean, right. it's, you not, know what? it's not, think about it though, Steele. It's not just Puffy and it's not just rap. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people. And those motherfuckers, and I'm going to tell you this, man, me being I, a man that got, me being a man that loves women, I got a mom. We all got mothers. I got a daughter, man, uh, nieces. I got a daughter, too. You know, I, I got women in my... I got, I got a wife. You know, women that I love, man. I'm married. If you've done anything wrong to a woman and forced a woman to do something that wasn't consensual, I definitely think you need to pay the motherfucking piper. And I don't feel no pity for you. But... If you are one of those women that's taking advantage of the situation... Yeah, well, that's different. Though. They need to have a law. They need to have a law that gets them as well. If you get right. if you get found out to be lying or being facetious about some shit, you need to go to jail. Because um, I, what was the kid from Long Beach Poly, the football player, a girl accused him of rape and won millions of dollars from the Long Beach Unified School District. And she, her, her friend caught her up one day 
and she admitted she spent all the money. This dude lost his whole career, man. Off a lie? Off a lie. Off a gross. She had consensual sex with him, but she said he raped her. This dude was on his way to USC, I think, and shout out to Pete Carroll in Seattle. He gave him a trial after he got out of jail. But I saw I, I read about that. His career was over with, man. What happens? Dude, the punter from San Diego or San Diego State that was on the Bills. Yeah. Remember him? That yeah, only happened lost, a year or two he, ago. Yeah, he, only, he came out the same year my son did. They cut him? He got fucked up. His whole career was fucked up because a girl just decided that, oh, I'm going to go get me some money. He got some money now. And I'm going to tell you what it is, man. These attorneys need to be held liable, too, because what happens is, is these attorneys, you got a certain class of attorney, they just go around seeking out shit like this and go gather the women up. Hey, I think we can get... And the sad part about it, the women don't really get them. The lawyer, the attorney gets the majority of the money. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of it, at least. He gets a nice, chunky piece. I bet you he's hitting them, he hitting them for 40%, 45%. Definitely getting 40%. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Just to go fuck somebody's life over. Mm-hmm. And most guys, think about the shit we don't hear about. Most guys got a lot of stuff going on, so they just go, they figure, man, shit, give her $2 million. I'm not about to, if I was the, what was the kid that just got caught in the football team, mom? He just got caught up in the shit with the people, with the massage parlors for not tipping the bitches. Damn, what? man. Niggas be in some shit, huh? <laughs> yeah, like, he got to go for not tipping can't get no, You can't get no pussy or no shit nowhere for like he, on the he normal? You can even go to the bathhouse, dog. Like, yeah. like to the massage parlor. <laughs> And they didn't tip. Now think about this. All of these, man, all of these. Get you a regular female, man, from 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 around the way, man. She ain't gonna cost you too much. She gonna be about a five or a six, man. You know, she ain't gonna be no dime piece. She ain't gonna be no twenty. You, she gonna do what? She, she gonna, gonna be, be about five or six with a little thickness around the the little area, man. Please, man, stop, stop, stop. Let stop being exploited by the by the. By the lifestyle of of you know the dime piece woman and 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 the flashiness and the flamenco, because you get your ass caught up in the man, gang I'm gonna of tell you this at the draft, dude. We is out in Vegas, right? And we all up at this at the top of this thing, man. You know, Chris just signed this contract, man. And it was a woman that was about thirty two years old. And when I tell you. She was a woman, dog. <laughs> my wife saw that bitch, and she was hovering around Chris like a piece of meat, and Chris was trying to creep off. My wife went over there. Uh-uh. It ain't going down. Wow. It ain't happening. She said, how old are you? Aren't you a little too old for my son? Do you like give him some of this, man? I'm going to give him a little some of this, motherfucker. Chris mad the motherfucker. He said, damn, mom, I'm out looking. Give him a little said, some of this great poupon on that <laughs> yeah. motherfucking sausage. On that, spread a little of this great poupon. Luckily, man, my son, <laughs> luckily, you know, luckily Chris got going on. You know, luckily Chris got common sense, you know what I mean? And he said, mom, I'm not stupid. I didn't have to do a whole lot. I know how to handle myself, you know what I mean? But I can't be mean to the woman, you know what I mean? Right. But this law is apparently called the... Um, Adult Survivors Act, which I really do think, like I said, man, if you want some, Harvey Weinstein was a sick motherfucker, dog. He deserved everything to happen to him and more. You know, you think about the um, damage that you can do. You know, a lot of those women turn come out damaged, man. Of course. From that, you know, I, I think any kind of sexual assault, man, should be met with swift and severe justice, right? But... I do think that it should be an opposite side to it. I think that if you are found out to be lying, yeah, 
There should be some restitution pay. Absolutely. And you should do some jail time like the um in the case of this chick that sued the um Long Beach Unified School District, she spent all the money up, got millions of dollars. They spent every dime of that shit. Didn't have no money to sue her for. Wow. I'd have drugged that bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't have gave a fuck if she was on section eight right now. She'd have been giving me half that motherfucker every month. And had a bucket in the front yard. I need the keys to that motherfucker. I'm gonna make your life miserable. You fuck my life off. And that's the thing I think. But do you think people travel. are gonna give you the same? I don't know. You know, it's just it's just so one sided. This situation. yeah, but check this out with your boy Puff though, man. Um, another accuser filed a lawsuit against him. Yeah, I've seen. That. Said he drugged and raped her in 1991 when she was a college student. Mm. She filed her complaint right before the thing, and I think that's good. If you did get, because see, I'm gonna tell you what happens too on right the other side. Before the law expired, you're saying? Yeah. So this right. just happened a week or two ago? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what happens, man. A lot of women that are victims of sexual assault, especially by people that are seemingly in positions of power, they feel like they don't have no get back. Right. And then sometimes they may start blaming themselves, well, because in some aspect, they excited to meet the motherfucker when they meet him. Mm-hmm. And just because a woman want to meet you and take a picture with you don't mean she want to give you some pussy. Very different things. It, it don't mean that sometimes they just excited to see you. How many women have you had eight that just wanted to come and take a picture with you and they do their thing and they go back about their business? I mean, you got to respect, you know, people have to understand, you know, not all fans are niggas. You get me? That's what uh, I'm saying. But then, you know, like, I tell niggas that too, shit. I tell my niggas right now, just because a motherfucker smile at you don't mean she want to get you some pussy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It's, it don't go down like that all the time. Some people are genuinely just like, may fuck with your music or what it is you do, and that's it. I try to treat uh, just fans as fans in general. Uh, you don't get a fucking or you're a man fan or you're a woman fan. I just try to treat people like you're a fan. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose, 
I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, they got your boy Aaron Hall, too. I'm sorry, eh? Oh, God, they did it. <laughs> My nigga Aaron too. Man, they said that Puffy and um Aaron Hall have been out there running the trains on people. Man, Aaron Hall took turns raping her and a friend in the early nineties. You know what though, man? The thing <laughs> is, like I said, if, if people was out there doing all that devious shit, dog, because I'm gonna tell you something. When you put yourself in them type of positions, man, it's like I always thought that was some nasty shit anyway. A motherfucker's just sharing the same broad, man. You 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 do no trains. Hell no, I wouldn't never would no in, in like Cleveland. That. You ain't do no trains. Uh, never man, I was like, solo boat. I do my dirt 16, on my lonely. you know you in a couple of. I do my dirt on my lonely dog. Man, do the little you know little thing thing. Ever man, never ever 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 man. You clean and you were clean as a wood. That's why cool as a fan. That's now, why cool I ain't worried about fan. nobody coming back with no mischievous stuff against me because I'm a very vanilla motherfucker. Ain't shit on me. If the chicks you know about me, shit, go tell it, shit. 
I ain't, cause I, um, of course, the way these motherfuckers get down, I'm real vanilla. I'm square in the motherfucker. Yeah, man. Mm. And sometimes it's like I said, it's, um, so you got, you got them, you got them, you got them men out there, man. Extra freaky deaky. Especially, that's what I'm saying. Money <laughs> reveals who you truly are. If you a freaky motherfucker dog, you get a few dollars, you can reveal. You can go. Oh, yeah, you gonna go, pay. You gonna pay somebody to do some free. You can live any fantasy you want out. Any fantasy Definitely. you want. If you got so, if you got a few dollars, dog, anything you want. If you want a fat bra to lick on your chest while a skinny bra <laughs> suck your toes, you can get. Some it of us try to remain normal <laughs> in this crazy motherfucking world and society. Um, and like I tell the motherfucker all the time, it's okay to be normal. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You ain't gotta have, you know, 10 females, you know, hopping on your dick off the trapeze and shit, you know. <laughs> Niggas wanna dress up like, you know, uh, circus mater. Yo, what's up shit. with your boy? Remember your boy, uh, what was his name? Uh, the broadcaster dude. He was dressing up with a, uh, dressing up like a woman, Marv Albert. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Like, Still, some you remember what? Have some, yeah. Like some people have some hidden agendas, man. Some people are just freaky, dog. Hey, I'm gonna bring up the lyrics for your boy Aaron Hall song. Don't be afraid, <laughs> man. Leave my nigga alone, man. You'll be saying daddy to I me. I already got him, man. You'll be saying daddy to me. Boy, please don't hurt me. <laughs> that, that was. This is my first experience, baby. Hey. Make it feel all right. Don't oh, worry, baby. Man. Don't be afraid. And what he say after that? Don't be afraid. He says, when I lay you down tonight and I squeeze and hold you tight, everything will feel all right. Don't be afraid, Don't baby. Don't be afraid. When you start to scratch your mm. moan and your problems mm. are long gone, Don't let it happen afraid. right now. Don't be afraid, girl. Don't be afraid. Jump up right now and give me one of them. Don't be afraid. <laughs> get it, still get it. Boy, these lyrics got new meaning when you think about this. This is crazy, man. Is the, get him still. And you know something. Oh, there we go, say. Why is I have you all to myself. You can put all the other guys all on the shelf. No need to run and no need to hide. All the doors are locked, baby, and I have you inside. He That's how like they did. They got her in that. They got. They was in that <laughs> room. The shit went click. Listen to what he said. All you heard was that. Hold on, listen to what he said. Was that a Teddy Riley beat? No, he said you can yell and you can hit me. It just makes me horny. Ain't nothing but a love thing, baby, between me and you. So just give in, baby. Don't worry about a thing. Now, the flip side of all this, what if somebody just used those lyrics and made up a story? That's the crazy thing. Yeah, that's oh. how they doing now, Dan. That's what I'm saying. He said, when I get through with you, there's nobody else you would want to go to. I put all men to shame. Remember, baby, this is all a nasty man's game. I never really figured to speak them lyrics before. That nigga's a pervert, though. Why you, why you read the, the lyrics, man? Why you want to bust out the you lyrics? Why you want to bust out the lyrics, old nigga, man? This is what he said. These his words, not mine. <laughs> if oh, it was man. smart, I'd have damn sure played this shit in court. But I'm like, listen to this deviant motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even know. Does Aaron Hall even got any money right now, though? No, I don't know, man. He did do the uh the guy tour recently. Man, you know them them you know them crooning niggas, man. Be they you they be know and on the road still. Man, I don't, yeah. stay on the road. The show. That was them you know that was them wanting to be you know that was them hip you know the Aaron Halls the guy you know man, he, the, the guy just Joe and all man them niggas was they man they was running through them. 
Man, they was definitely, man. They, man, you know what, though, dog? I'm going to tell you something without naming no names. They just did a show at the Forum. It was either this year or last year. I was on the road. With, I ain't going to mention no names because the homies, I ain't get the homies in no trouble, but I was on the road. Man, uh, won't you hum one of they lit? Won't you break? <laughs> I ain't going to hum no. Don't be afraid. Won't you break, uh, break out the lyrics right now. I'll tell you just, one thing I saw, man. Aaron Hallam still. <laughs> I would tell you one thing I saw. We was up in Seattle, man. Yeah, I think I know this story. And the chick was I think I know this no, story. This is not the this is not the one with the pen. Okay. Can, I get, a, can, can I get a little hum of what I will oh. tell you all off the camera. <laughs> yeah. What? Let me get a hum. Can get I get a hum? I'll tell you the illest thing I saw. We on we in a sprinter <laughs> van, right? It's a girl up there giving one of the army some dome. Her mm. phone keep ringing. Okay. Her friend is right next to her giving another the army some, some dome, right? Mm -hmm. All the thing on the bus. There's about five dudes on the bus, right? The girl pick up the phone and say, y'all got to be quiet. And she pick up the phone. I'm going to be home in a minute. You know, I'm moving. I got to drop my friend off. She's been drinking. This a dude you're talking. Somebody yell out, that bitch over here sucking dick. <laughs> oh. Why she on the phone with her dude, man? Wow. That's pretty bad. That's, can you imagine what happened to her when she got on, dog? How do you get your way out of that? Mm. Mm. She telling everybody to be quiet, and everybody was quiet for a minute. Then the one dude said, that was some hater-ass shit, wasn't it? A lot of hate. That's a lot of hate. But just imagine she go go home and kiss on her man that you had fun, baby, at the concert. Yeah. Man, not if you heard that. Not if you heard that. You hear some shit like that, man. A bra's clothes got to be out on the sidewalk when she come home. Ain't even no explaining after no shit like that. Yeah, it's a wrap. That's all bad. Yeah, I, I think that's a different situation than than the exploits of of of, of what the uh, yeah of what these situations are. Uh, I, I like I said, I don't know. I, uh, you should be able to uh, live a normal life without. Uh, the exploits, but like I said, you know, when you uh, get the tag of celebrity status, sometimes that changes people to feeling like, you know, to a certain extent privileged to be able to do certain uh, things that you probably would have never in your life tried or even identified with if you were a normal individual. But you know what, though? The thing is, man, let's say you start doing some real deviant shit like that stuff was already inside of you. I don't think no motherfucker just because he get a few million dollars decide, well, I'm going to start doing this. You've been wanting to do that shit. Once they do the first one, once they get the first victim, it's over with from there. Well, sometimes it's, it's sometimes motherfuckers don't know how to control power. You get me? That's when it comes down to uh -huh. When you be when you're fortunate enough to be in a situation to where um, your talents or your 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 exploits or whatever puts you in a position to where you know you're sitting on a hundred million dollars and you got a company and employees and a lot of people look up to you as this this motherfucker and and being a black man in that position. You know, coming from, you know, not being a, a 
suit and tie corporate motherfucker. You get me? Um, I was a, I was just a regular black kid, you know, and I got into this music shit, whatever. I was fortunate enough to where I could touch a few things and you look up, nigga, I got a bank account with $200 million in it and a hundred employees. And that sense of, if you don't know how to control, you know, that power, it puts some niggas in the situation of, like I said, you'll put yourself in, in predicaments to where you don't know how to deal with being in, you know, I could order up 10 bitches right now and tell them to do this and do that. I can make a nigga go do that, you get me? I can make a nigga walk from here to Timbuktu to go get me a box of Popeye's chicken and come back. Yeah. Those are those are the exploits of, of, to me, a nigga who don't know how to control his power. Because now I want, I want to flex on motherfuckers, you get me? And you don't hear them hidden stories from the workers and shit. Oh, this motherfucker made me do this. Or this motherfucker did this. Or do you know this motherfucker held my check and I couldn't pay my rent? And I've seen it, dog. I've seen people flex their power like that. I've seen uh, um take homies on the road like the DJs and refuse to pay them just and have a pocket full of money, dog. Like have not some money, $60,000, $70,000 in their pocket and won't get on me his 2500 just be, and they making them wait. No, that motherfucker got away. Right, 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 right. It's, it's, that's just the sense of power of control I want to have. Because my nigga done did his job, but you the motherfucker that I want to show everybody else that I can control by a string. Now, he's got his money. He got his money. Well, he got his money. Homies that's with him that ain't doing shit that's just there. Them motherfuckers getting paid off top and they ain't even doing shit, but the motherfucker that's playing your music for you every night, you got all this money in your pocket flossing it. Throwing money, you you don't do three It's a simple motherfucker, you get me? It'll be the motherfucker, you know, coming in here to cut my hair every, I'm gonna make him wait to get his check. Or it's the nigga who setting up my motherfucking equipment or whatever, whatever. I, nigga, I'll pay you when I feel you. That type of shit. you was just so humble, like, hey, man, I got to pay my, you know, my mom got to pay the thing. You think I get that? Motherfucker, don't you see I'm busy? They go throw $3,000 in the crowd. Go throw $3,000 in the crowd, dude, instead of giving the dude his $2,500. Shit like that used to make me want to beat motherfuckers' ass, dog. I mean, but that's where you start getting these, um, that's that's where you start getting these, uh, these hidden tales that come to light. You know, like they say, uh, uh, whatever you got hidden in the dark don't come to light. Um, that's what happens eventually, if you that type of motherfucker. Some people don't believe in karma. Uh, some people do. Uh, but it's just a situation. I don't give a fuck how far it go back. You know, you murder a nigga 20 years ago, they might didn't find you back then. But look at, look, at look. you get me? All oh, DNA and this motherfucker finally talked after 30 years and because people can't hold water. In the, in Especially when you don't been treating like shit. And that's what's probably happening right now. A lot of people that got treat, treated people like shit is getting their penis right now. And the fucked up thing about it is that if you always had this motherfucking um, tag of being a fucked up uh, boss or whatever, um, all those people who had 
a tight lip. Or it's just like when a nigga go, oh, this nigga in jail now. Now everybody gonna come out and say, oh, well, the nigga did it to me too. Oh, well, shit, the nigga did it to me, you get me? That's what starts happening when... It's a snowball effect, but these right. people have definitely did something, though. Because I'm going to tell you this. I I know there's some devious women out there. I don't think it's too many, though, that's just going to come out with a bold-faced lie, though. I mean, you got people... Uh... Now, in that one instance with the kid from Adam Polly, that shit was a bold-faced lie, but they were having sexual relations, but it was consensual. You have people who will, will attempt when they don't have the smarts to know, like, um, you know, like you're saying, well, I know I had consensual sex with a motherfucker, but still, I don't want people to know. So I'm gonna say the nigga raped me, knowing I was giving a motherfucker the pussy all day. But now my father or my mother might have found out or some peep, so now I gotta flip the script. So I don't know what happens to hating not to cut you off. If some motherfucking sex is consensual, but then you got motherfuckers that want to call the girls all out their name afterwards, like, get out, bitch. You know what I mean? They just treat them like shit. And that make a motherfucker feel some kind of way. My, like I said, it's unfortunate that when you, when you in the position of power and, and uh, status and, and you're known around the world, it's hard to walk that straight line of being, you, you, you get me? Uh, well, it's hard to walk that straight line. You get me? Uh, you want to uh, be a certain motherfucker, like I said. Um, but it's okay to to treat motherfuckers normally. You get me? When you in those positions, uh, some people just can't, unfortunately. Man, because I'm going to tell you this, and, I, and I've been the victim of this. Even when you do right by motherfuckers sometimes. See, everything, too, everything ain't about money. We live in the era where people gain clout. So, you know, just saying the strangest shit, right? It could be a bold-faced lie. But if a motherfucker feel like they can come up off of you in any kind of way, they're going to have a, a million stories about you. Oh, this motherfucker, I don't care how much money you don't gave a motherfucker or not. Much you don't try to be 100 with them. Some people just are scumbags, bro. Some motherfuckers deserve what they getting, dog. Some motherfuckers, I've seen both sides. I've seen dudes who, who did their thing but was gentlemen about it, you know what I mean? I've seen dudes that did their thing and talk shit. Yeah, a lot of niggas like to impress. Um, well, I like trying to figure out like, why. Impression is 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 a lot in this in this day and age with amongst your peers. You feel me? Yeah, like even Diddy's bodyguard. No, he came out and said, Man, said I can't it, run up shit no more." Everybody going you know, now everybody's gonna do the money. Everybody's gonna do the money grab now. So everybody who feels like they have a little story that they might know, now here comes the exploits of well. You don't want me say nothing about that time, nigga. Slide me, cause he he talking about hundred thousand dollars and and how, but you can give a stranger three million. So it's something about money. It's something about something that you know something didn't happen for me. Now on Puff's defense, cause I always like to be as neutral as I possibly can. Don't none of us know what the fuck happened, right? Puff could have gave this motherfucker all the money in the world, but for some reason, dog, no matter what you may spend, 
people don't give a fuck. They think if you got money, somehow they they supposed to get some of it. Right. I mean, because you wasn't working for free as security. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure being a security for Puff, you was making the prettiest. Well, you only had a couple, make a couple hundred thousand a year at least. Okay, right. So, at but, least. but like you said, it comes down to like, why you just didn't, you, you like, like, motherfucker, right. It wasn't, because that wasn't the problem. The problem wasn't that. The problem was um, at one point in time, I probably felt like, why don't you just throw me something? You get me? Yeah. Not, not as far as, you know, the workload or the paycheck or nothing like that, but as just a nigga that you've been knowing for a while and nigga, you sitting on like a hundred million and I've seen you, you should just, just give I've seen I've seen you give away two, three million dollars to strangers and shit. So why you couldn't just, you know, look out for a nigga. And 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 that turns into I knew a nigga was always, you know, woonty woon. So let's see what happened now. Because I got stories too. So basically, you trying to exploit me. You trying to exploit me now. Because now, because of the situation I had with this female and whatever, now here comes, like you said, the floodgates are going to open for anybody who feel like, nigga, you owe me. Nigga, oh, you owe me. Nigga, I, I, I saw you doing, you know, this and that and whatever. So pay me before I spill the beans. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. 
In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's why, man, when you stay ready, you ain't got to be ready. I was always conscious, man. First of all, I've been married for so so long, dog. I've always been conscious that wouldn't shit get back to my wife that was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I really always thought about that, like, man, you know what? That wouldn't be cool. Not saying I'm not a man. I don't have thoughts of shit, but I always thought about my wife. I always thought about, you know, I always thought about the shit that can happen because I try to, I got, I tend to treat people how I want to be treated. You know what I mean? I just never wanted to be a nigga caught up in no crazy shit. That's what I'm saying, though. I ain't never wanted to be up in no scam. Not saying that I'm a motherfucking uh, altar boy and I've had my share of, of, of crazy situations, um, gang banging, what have you, and females, what have you, but I've never tried to put myself in a predicament to where, oh, that's going to be embarrassing like a motherfucker. Or that that's going to fuck a motherfucker up if if that shit come out. You get me? I, I've never wanted to put myself in those situations. So, you know, I've always thought about shit. You know, should I do that? Should I do that? Should I, you know, should I do some street shit? Mm-hmm. You know? This ain't doing it. Should I hook up with nigga and, you know, nah, 
We all got our shit though, eight. And you think about like, we are all very fortunate. Everybody's sitting up in here, everybody in this room right now is very fortunate to be able to do what they want to do for a living, right? Right. Because I work regularly jobs before. I, you know, I don't got no problem saying it. I don't work regularly jobs before. So it's like. Well, I had me a couple of regular jobs before. So for, um, for a motherfucker to get to do what he doing now, dog, and actually make a living, you know, talking about stuff that he loves is a blessing. So we always have to play the bigger role. Like, I, I'm going to tell you about a situation, right? I had a situation where I get a lot of people that hit me up for help, right? And I had this one motherfucker. Somehow he found out he was recording up at the mansion, right? This one he's recording up in Beverly Hills, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes up there with us for a meeting, right? And the motherfucker, we sitting at a table talking. Now keep in mind, this is the place where I do business at. And there's always cameras going in that motherfucker. Like always. He His dumb ass didn't know that though. But it's always something being taped. So we go to this one room to have a meeting just to give you some context. Bombi and Junior is right outside. And two or three of my other homeboys, right? You know, they're right outside, right? So it wasn't nothing. It wasn't, it wasn't really, it was just a meeting about his, you know, he won't help because for some reason, every motherfucker think if they do a podcast, they're going to make a million dollars, right? Everybody, they read this shit, this, he lies half the time and overinflated. Man, I heard there's millions of dollars in that shit, right? So I meet with this cat, right? And this cat is in there talking about, man, you know, I got to get put on or whatever like that. And so I'm laughing at him, like like literally laughing at him, like, because, you know, he get that DMX tough guy voice, like, I'm this and that. And he like, it's something funny. And I'm like, yeah, it's hilarious right now. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious right now. I really want to whoop this motherfucker's ass. I really just want to just, you know, when I get mad, I get to smile, right? I really want to fuck this dude up, man. Like, really want to beat his ass. So, we get finished with the meeting, right? Whatever, like that, right? Whatever. And his tone kind of changed a little bit. The dude there was with me, like, man, just help him out a little bit, whatever, like that. So, I showed the motherfucker a little thing or two, right? This turns out later that he don't chase me around the room with a mic stand and all type of shit, man. Like, just crazy shit, because he got a little podcast now, right? So now I'm feeling like the dumbest motherfucker in the world, because I don't help this bum-ass, decrepit, old-ass fucking bum do some shit, right? But it was a lesson for me. And from that moment on, I stopped. I started really recognizing the position I was in and stopped really allowing motherfuckers to have access to me. We can't fuck with everybody, dog, just because of shit like this. And if Puffy is innocent... You got to say half this shit is fault because you can't go around doing what the fuck you want to do and not expect no consequences, right? It's like with this guy. I should have never took a fucking meeting with him. So in a way, it's kind of my fault, and I had to accept that, right? Every time I hear this bum-ass motherfucker go online and, and, and tell a lie about me, right? That I know not that I know it's not true, and anybody that know me know it ain't true, right? And then the lies just get greater and greater. Now is that he don't took a Rolls Royce or something from me. He don't took $5,000 from me for taking somebody's publishing. I ain't never owned nobody's publishing. But long story short is we got to be careful with who we surround ourselves with. Or you can find yourself easily caught up in a fucking trick bag. You can wind up in a motherfucking trick bag, man. So 
Let's say Puffy didn't do none of this shit they talking about. How the fuck you think he feeling now? He thinking I don't gave these, I don't change some of these motherfuckers' lives. Cassie wasn't that fucking talented. Yeah, but you can't, you can't put, you can't do that. You can't do that, Steel, because it has nothing to do with her talent. It got to do with, with oh no, it's got to do with what a motherfucker make me do to be this person. See, and I'm not saying now, Puff, I did say if Puff is wrong, dog, he should pay for it. I'm talking from the other side of the coin, right? He gave her a record deal, right? Now, depending, if he wanted to make her do some sleazy-ass shit to get that record deal and her get back more power to her, she should get her motherfucking money. Well, I think it's just a situation of uh, a motherfucker who who abused the, his power, their power. And I'm not just going to just keep going him, 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 because it's a lot of people who abuse their power, men, women, whatever. That's just the situation. Now, the one thing that surprised me was the Jimmy Iovine shit. I ain't never known Jimmy to be no sleazy motherfucker. I never, you know, somebody came with some shit, and he, he handled it the way I expect he handled He's like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And he probably don't. You, you, you met Jimmy before, right? Deniability. You're supposed to deny, like, I mean, because that's what people, you know. I'm pretty sure Jimmy don't got them. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what a person talking about until, you know, rock hard evidence hits hits the, you know. And in the situation of Puffy, he kind of knew, like, because in a sense, I've been fucking with this bitch for the for a while. You get me? talking about these like 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 yeah he he so there's no there's, he said he was beating on a girl too though there's no way i can turn around and deny some shit that in the back of my mind i know i did that shit i did that shit there's no there's there i don't give a fuck i gave the bitch a record deal i put her on a platform she made a couple of million dollars, all that. But I still was doing some crazy motherfucking shit behind But that's what them. I say, though. People do shit like that. Like, you know, Cassie wasn't whack, but you know he probably gave her this record deal from the jump just trying to have his way. People flex. How many deals have you seen beautiful girls sign soaring and you knew their record wasn't ever coming up? I mean, but that's didn't be. Yeah. As far as 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 Bad Boy is concerned, she was a big artist for Bad Boy. Uh, Bad Boy had some. She wasn't no, like you said, she wasn't she wasn't no motherfucking no. She wasn't no Beyonce. She wasn't no motherfucking Lauren Hill or shit like that. But as far as being one of those poppy singers at the moment, she had it. Yeah, I honestly didn't know they was fucking around like that. I I never knew, like, she was like, that's my girl and whatever, you know. But like I said, that's the that's the power position. Because in the beginning, it was probably just on the, on the, the strength of, I could do something with you. You get me? As far as a producer, as a record label, you know, you got that look, you got that sound, that 2000 shit that's going around right now in the 2000s. Um, so, but 
it does it's still like I said, when you're in a position of power and you know, you're crooning a motherfucker and you're whining and dining and shit and you know, private jets and you know, penthouse suites and you know, that's gonna get any motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what type of motherfucker if if you a female and a nigga doing it, it's gonna fascinate the fuck out of you. Just like vice versa. Old motherfucking cougar came along still, and you was about 22, and she was like, baby, I'm finna nigga private jets and motherfucking thousand dollar dinners, and nigga, you gonna be, and then nigga, when she, when she get you upstairs to that penthouse, strip, motherfucker. Take all your shit off right now. I'm finna burn your motherfucking balls with this hot wax candle right here. <laughs> oh, God, man. What you gonna do, Steel? You 22 years old, and this motherfucking cougar flying you all around the country. Nigga, you pulling out. Nigga, while she on tour, nigga, you flossing down Long Beach Boulevard with the homie Fonby and them in the big Rolls Royces and Ferraris and shit. But the nigga's looking at you like, cuz, why you all burnt up on the hands and fingertips and shit? <laughs> You gonna be like, oh, it ain't that good. Everything fine. Well, nigga, I'm, I'm worried, my nigga. You got all kinds of shit. But we pushing the roads. <laughs> you pushing the roads and shit, and can't even push the pedal because your toes all burnt up. She got you walking on hot. Uh, uh, uh. She got you walk. She got you walking on hot coals and shit, and you like. That is shit, nigga. But look at this Rolls Royce we push in this. You gonna take a gang of shit. And nigga, when you 30 and you got some PTSD and can't sleep at night, you know what I'm you like, fuck this motherfucker's a long and you, see this, and you see this cougar sitting up in her big pit house all on TV running game, you gonna be like, that bitch put me through a gang of shit, nigga. I still have nightmares where she used to burn my balls with cigarettes. Some motherfuckers is just a, you know what? Some people really are just fucking abusive, dog. And when they get power, they can't handle it. <laughs> Some what, 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 what you got? Like, again. Nigga, I got nothing. I'm trying to get my career off the ground. I will shoot the hell out their ass. The with that thing is that lost some steel cracking. Right. This nigga gonna come in here limping and shit. Like, what's wrong with you today, my nigga? Oh, nigga, it ain't nothing. This nigga got a black eye and bird holes all in it. You know what? He died. That shit. I know. But nigga, that nigga pulling up in the bit. That nigga, that nigga getting dropped off in the helicopter around this motherfucker. Nah, how you go deny that shit? I'm gonna tell y'all don't come in this motherfucker with a neck brace on and everything, right? Nigga, I'm, I'm good. This is definitely the era, though, dog, to where anything that you did possibly the past, man, because they tearing Will Smith's ass up right now. Dude, they came back. I ain't gonna go into too much detail on that, man, but they doing a way wheel dirty dog he got to go through his wife out there talking about tupac all the damn time but now revelations coming out about him man i'm gonna tell you if these motherfuckers is lying dog they need to go to jail dog like i said some people um it's unfortunate like when you when you put yourself out there as a celebrity 
right. You don't get no peace. Man, you don't get no peace, man. And and that's why you have to walk a very straight line, man. You can't, man, you can't be playing with no butts. You can't be out mingling with the other parties and sides. You can't have nothing that a motherfucker will take like a, like a thread, nigga, and just next thing you know, they done wove a whole sweater out that motherfucker. Hell yeah, we got all kind of shit. Nigga, a motherfucker take a piece of pink, and next thing you know, they done wove a whole outfit out that motherfucker out of and this I'm gonna shit. I'm going to tell you something. In the era we living in now, half of these motherfuckers out there, dog, believe anything that they hear. Well, the name, anything that they hear. The name of the game right now is not the truth. Is just putting a story out there. I want to be the first motherfucker to tell the story. I don't give a fuck if that shit is true or not. If it is, if if it is true, I'm on point. If it ain't, oh well, my bad. But that's 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 what that's the content of our society right now. Um, I ain't gotta know if the nigga is really gay or not. I just want to put it out there. And I just want to be, and they, people just want to be entertained, so they go acknowledge it. Even when the truth come out, you still go have motherfuckers. They won't never say nothing about the truth. Oh, my bad, I want to talk about this dude like a dog. Oh, no, because it's too late then, because the truth coming out, really, is it really the truth? I don't I don't believe that. And the motherfucker then took a thousand lie detector tests and everything, and you'll still have a group of motherfuckers that go I, I don't know if I buy that. You get me? I don't know. It's 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 not about to. But like you remember though, dog, when we first started doing this shit, and you had the one nigga that was trying to come with the little shit. And I told you, dog, address it this one time, leave it alone, because you're not gonna win on the internet. That's why I don't respond to motherfuckers, because you're not gonna win no battle on the internet, because motherfuckers don't care about the truth. All they care about is getting giggles and living in the fantasy. This shit is like a motherfucking sitcom or some shit, dog. It's like a sitcom or some shit that motherfuckers don't think that you got real feelings and shit like that, so they just run with a motherfucking lot. Just gotta be a, you just gotta have, you just gotta have a stronger armor than motherfuckers. Yeah, you gotta start suing motherfuckers. Not really that, man, cause you gotta let, 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 let niggas do what they do. The thing of how to kill that shit is not by fucking with the shit. Because by by even fucking with it, you letting that nigga know he winning. Because I'm still I'm, I'm still affected by that shit. I'm still affected by it. Because even after a year, I'm still gonna talk about this motherfucker. That's letting a motherfucker know on the other end. I got you. You know what, though? Some shit, I'll be sitting up here lying like a motherfucker if I ain't said I ain't want to put tans of feet on motherfuckers, though. Of course. I want to. I, I wake up at night dreaming about fucking some of these yeah, but, that, up, but, but, but then that puts you in that puffy situation. Now you finna be exploited by doing that shit. You gonna be exploited. That shit right there. You can't do shit about that. A nigga got the right to call you a punk motherfucker every day if he wanted to. They got that right. 
You gonna go fight every motherfucker and shoot every motherfucker that go, you a punk motherfucker? That's your opinion, homie. You ain't got, nigga, you don't know me. Nigga, you can yell to the high heavens all the rest of your days, but I'm gonna flip it on you. I'm gonna watch you talk about me every day. I'm gonna I'm watch you talk about me every day. I'm fucking you up because you can't get me out your system. While I'm sitting right here, doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm still kicking it. You still talking about me every motherfucking day. So that let me know, nigga, I win. I win. I win. But if I'm finna get up here, just like the shit I've been talking about the last couple of days, if I get up here and keep talking about what that shit is, they win. Yeah. They win. That's a real shit. Me by going, <laughs> click. Yeah, you know what, though, though, like the thing is, because me and um, me and the only glasses, you know I manage glass Malone, right? Just the shit that people in the realm of the public space go to is a motherfucker, dog. Because you don't want to acknowledge that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. But you'll be having motherfuckers behind the scenes burnt up, dog, talking about making moves. And it's like, dog, you tripping. I'm mean, like, that shit ain't that fucking serious. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's never that serious. And it ain't that serious to where I'm going to involve my people to... Yeah, man. Nah, man. You ain't, be the thing, though, ain't yeah. working, homie. You, you know what be the thing is, though? What motherfuckers don't realize is that other people that ain't in entertainment that may love motherfuckers, right, be singing this shit, and they may take it upon themselves to do some shit. Now you got to reel that in because it's still going to come back to you. Yeah, always, dog. It don't, it you don't in no matter. situation, dog. You, you're in a situation any, where you can't win the best. Anytime I was in a, this shit. Anytime I was in a situation like that, whether it was rap beef or whatever, whatever, and motherfuckers, oh, man, come on, nigga, I could, nigga, you ain't got nothing to do with it. And I'd be like, don't. Just don't. Because at the end of the day, because of what's going on, it's going to come right back in your lap. A motherfucker could be, a motherfucker could be driving on the freeway, have a blowout and kill itself. It's going to come back to you. Didn't y'all have beef? What you do to a nigga tire? You get me? What you do? What you what you do to a nigga tire? Because all that nigga tire been driving all good for the last ten years, and next thing you know, we see you two niggas on the internet going back and forth, and next thing you know, his tire done blew up and he dead. What you do to tire? And you know what's gonna happen? All the motherfuckers out there gonna say such and such. They gonna make conspiracy video. And you and you and you could you I ain't had nothing to do, but it's still just because of the interaction of the bullshit. It's gonna fall back into your lap. Now you got his exploits from his people wanting to do something because now my nigga done passed and now the last motherfucker, the last motherfucker, that's how we used to do shit. Oh, who's the last motherfucker he had beef with? Oh, you? Oh, nigga, now we got beef with you. Huh? Yeah, that's how it worked. That's how it worked, nigga. The last motherfucker that my homie had beef with was you, so now I got beef with you. That shit crazy as a motherfucker. That's how shit. That's hey. why. I, 
One thing I want to know before we wrap up, man, I see you wearing your um, fly-ass motherfucking MC8 wear. Yeah, I got this shit, you know. We got some shit cracking. So what's the website people can go to if they want to order? You go to, um, what's the shit? Uh, Official8clothing.bigcartel.com. That's the website. So www.official8clothing.bigcartel. We got T-shirts. We got hoodies, hats. We're going to have all kind of shit. Keychains, beach towels. Man, whatever you, whatever, whatever your MC8 fix, your menace fix, CMW fix, whatever, man, we got. Hey, you gonna use them beach towels to smack your girl in the ass, to pop her on the ass like this at home? Yeah, you know, people go to the beach, they want to lay out on the menace towel or the AWAX towel or whatever. Or well, we got it cracking, huh? Yeah, we do. And that's another episode, and we out of here. Yeah. Well, that concludes another episode of the Gangsta Chronicles podcast. Be sure to download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangsta Chronicles podcast. For Apple users, find a purple mic on the front of your screen, subscribe to the show, leave a comment, and rating. Executive producers for the Gangsta Chronicles podcast are Norman Steele and Aaron MCA Tyler. Our visual media director is Brian Wyatt, and our audio editor is Taylor Hayes. The Gangsta Chronicles is a production of iHeart Media Network and the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts